Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. Forced to confront a powerful entity, the Warrens find themselves caught in the most terrifying case of their lives. Welcome to the list off. Uh, but we are talking about the Conjuring. I find like the scares were really good. The long J that looks like a sickle. A Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast. Yeah, I'll fix it if it yes. Yes, welcome to the list off. Two bad neighbors presents. The list of right. a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast that flamed out very quickly and is what we are talking about now. It's the movies. <laughs> okay, that was less scripted. I'm falling apart. <laughs> we're we're doing movies. Something that I forgot to do. Uh-huh. I'm one of your hosts. Oh, Greg. I'm Alan. The other one of your hosts. The other one of our hosts. We and forgot to do that in the episode, uh, we'll, so which will be out well, next week. So many episodes, though. Oh, really? Like, we just haven't been introducing ourselves. That's true. Everyone knows who we are by now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I know. If you don't, what? What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you here? If you don't, I guess, welcome? Yeah, hi. First time? And The Conjuring's a great movie. Yeah. So Is that why you're listening to this one for the first time? Because, because we're doing The Conjuring? The Conjuring? That's I cool. didn't put it on my list, Me but neither. it's a great movie. I just watched it for the first time. Dope. <laughs> well, that's it. All right. So <laughs> thanks for coming, Amanda. Um, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. See you next time. <laughs> um, no, we are welcoming our, our guest, Amanda, back once again. Um, <laughs> we, we are joking about how the other episode we recorded has not been released yet. And yet we're recording another one. But it will be next week. Next week, um, it will be released. The first one. And then this one will be two weeks after that. So you're almost a back-to-back guest. Hooray! So that's pretty cool. This is exciting. And then you won't be a guest again for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I picked a pretty good movie. Yeah. For that so just w- just you wait, listeners, to see what that just one will be. Just you wait. Uh, but we are talking about The Conjuring from 2013. This is number 42 on our list. And it had 44 points. It was on three of 20 lists. The highest rank was number four by Amanda. That's a really high rank, Amanda. That's number. That's there's only three better movies. Yeah, this movie like changed my life. Good oh, for boy. you. Yes, we're gonna dive into that. Dive in. Uh, it was written by <laughs> Chad Hayes and Carrie W. Hayes. I don't know if they're a relation. And directed by James Wan. Ever IMDb, heard of them? IMDb plot synopsis. <laughs> Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. See, here's the thing about that. Yeah. That I think Letterboxd and uh, IMDb get wrong. I don't think it's a farmhouse. Okay. They live explain. out in the country. Mm. Not every house out in the country is a farmhouse. You have to have a farm in order for it to be a farmhouse. You okay. see what I'm saying? Kind of. Actually, I was while I was watching it, now that you bring it up... The whole backstory yes, to the house itself, it was a farm. Yeah. And then down the like years pass and they divided the land up. Right. And that's why so many sinister things happen on the land. Exactly. Because of history. Because of history. Well, that's a lot about what the movie like that's that's very much what the movie's about is the sins of the fathers. Sins of well, sins the of the mothers. past. Mothers, sins of the mothers, sins of the mothers, mostly, yeah, <laughs> sins of the past and how they reverberate through time. That's that right. can be taken 
uh, in many ways, you know, the yeah. whole idea of dividing up this large plot of land and that doesn't wash away the sins. Yeah. Anyway. That, that was good. That gave me chills what you said. Thank you. Nice. Sometimes I have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good moment, though. So Thank you. It's rare, but it happens. Um, So... Greg, had, yes. you, had you seen this before? Maybe five times. Oh my god! Yeah, I had watched Me it. Too. Yeah, wow, I had watched it this Halloween season. I saw it in theaters maybe twice, um, and then like it, it's been on a semi-regular uh, Halloween rotation since then uh, because I went and saw Conjuring Two in theaters, and that one. Um, makes it into my Halloween rotation not as often because I think Conjuring 2 is a good movie, not a great movie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Conjuring 3, saw it in theaters as well when Pandemic was lifting. Excuse me. The, the Conjuring, devil, the, the devil made me do it. Hang on. They added the three. Did they? Yes, they did. Uh. It's called The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. And that movie is mostly bad. Uh. It, that was garbage. It was so bad. I'm like, ooh. I still, I still liked uh patrick wilson vera farmiga like I, I i liked their performances i thought they took me through the movie anyway it's a very successful cinematic yes. universe yes is what i'm trying I, to say i am aware of that this is the only one i've seen in the franchise hmm really yeah i don't know i, I okay. missed the, the boat on the, the conjuring verse um and I, I i had little to no interest in whenever it was like there's a new annabelle movie i'm like okay there's three of them yeah and there's a bunch of nuns out there two running them. amok. Yeah. Two yeah. nuns. Two nuns. Three Annabelles. <laughs> a La Llorona. Right? <laughs> Is that one part of the universe too? Tangentially, yeah. <laughs> when you think about it, any horror movie that takes place in a our house. world is part of the conjuring. Because Lorraine, Ed and Lorraine are real people. That's right. Yep. That's true. That's true. They're so it all, takes place in our world. They're real people, and they're real con artists. <laughs> well, I don't disagree, <laughs> but... Um, but this movie's great. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Good for you. <laughs> Just fine? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think it was bad by any means. Mm-hmm. I just, by the end of it, I was like, oh, that's it? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. It's a spook. It's a. It's a. I don't know. It just seemed. It seemed very rote to me, like a very rote haunted house investigation. Oh, there. It turns out it's an evil spirit, uh-huh. and then we stopped it. Yay! Yeah, yeah. That's the Exorcist too. The Exorcist is so fucking good, though. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. But it's the same idea. Like the, in my mind, and Amanda will um if you if you want to jump in here like because i I, i've been talking a lot um feel free to jump in and tell us why this movie is at the top is is in your top five of the decade and um why alan might be off base (laughs) okay well i feel hold on a second (laughs) (laughs) whenever you're you're weak on a movie i don't say you're off base i want to know why yeah i want to know why well i was trying to tell you and you said i was wrong oh okay well here's let's hear what a man has to say (laughs) Well, the first couple times I watched it, I did watch it in theaters twice. And I don't know, maybe when it came out, it was like kind of almost the first of its kind, but not really. Like it still follows (laughs) the structures of all like scary movies, the jump scares, you know, when it's happening. 
but I find like the scares were really good. <laughs> and I mean, whether or not you believe in demons and demonologists and I don't Ed and Lorraine. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Like it's still a fun story to tell, yeah. I think. And the fact that they're based on real people and again, <laughs> not true, but whatever you believe, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's fun. It's a fun universe to get into. So to, to piggyback on that, um, why I, why I like this movie mm-hmm. so much is, is in one of the ways the one of the reasons why one of the reasons you brought up it is road mm-hmm. it is it is quite standard i think it is a haunted house movie yeah. at its at its bones what what impressed me so much about it was exactly what you said amanda how well it was executed it's it's just that simple in my mind is i love every beat of this i find it terrifying even on the fifth view because the jump scares are good because they're executed well the horror of it is performed very very well and the way james wan directs a haunted house and can film a haunted house is always scary he's very very good at it um it it just comes down to for me it's a very standard movie but much like the exorcist it's all about execution in my mind. Mm-hmm. So why didn't it ring true for you? Well, I mean, I, it's interesting you bring up The Exorcist, because that's another one I had never seen until just this year mm-hmm. for the first time. And that one really did it for me. Sure. And I don't know. And, and it's also one that has been built up as like one of the best horror movies ever made. And I knew a lot of the scenes already um, and went into it expecting to be like, you know, I see why people like this, but maybe like I'm too late to get on board with it, if that makes sense. Yes. But that wasn't the case. The Exorcist, like, like I think, worked really well. I think because, for that one, doesn't rely on jump scares. Um, it relies on, like, a mood and a creeping dread throughout that, by the end, when you're in, like, crazy Regan's going, like, full demon... I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna get out of this. <laughs> um, and through a window. Well, yeah, and then like the the resolution being so kind of bleak and like we we did it, but at what cost? Like that kind of like that. He's really, not dead. The fa- the father. That's the thing. Because uh, in the sequels or some shit. He's in the third one. All right. Well, I don't care about yeah. this. I'm talking <laughs> if the movie as a standalone movie. Well, you see his finger move. I don't care. He like grabs. Well, the well the the priest is giving him the last rites. He like grabs uh, the the hands the hand of the. Well, that's just him dying. He's well, he's alive. Is the thing. <laughs> All right, I hate that. Um, it's great. <laughs> Exorcist three is excellent. Uh, All right. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like yeah, that's I also think... a problem like I have with horror franchises in general. And that's maybe another thing about The Conjuring that I'm just like, why you, you really had to make 10 movies out of this? Like, anyway. Well, here's a wonderful thing about The Conjuring mm. and specifically The Conjuring, the main films in that, in that they're anthology. Sure. They're just these two people, like, take them at face value. These, like, the way the movie presents Paranormal them as, yes, these mm-hmm. are... The these are people, paranormal investigators, 
demons are real. Mm-hmm. And every single one of these is going to be a uh, new story. Yes. A new story. So, And that's fine. Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons works, why I'm like works. why why it's so conducive to a franchise is mm-hmm. because we can just be like okay, it's like a Sherlock Holmes thing. Sure, let's investigate because they they follow that same pattern. Like there's a mystery as to why someone's being haunted. Find out what it is. Demon. Usually a demon. Usually what a does demon. the demon want? <laughs> you know? uh, revenge. Oftentimes revenge. <laughs> um, sometimes just to uh, sit in a chair. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I d- yeah. Sometimes okay. it's a it's a nun. Sometimes it's a doll. Sometimes it's a doll. Most of the times, you just want to fuck with you. Ah, oh, those rascals. <laughs> That's true. That's what demons like doing. Yeah. I think why I liked it, like this movie, so much is it has the same feel of when you watch Paranormal Activity for the first time. Mm. Like that's how I felt. While, while watching Conjuring, and that's because fair. I I like Paranormal Activity fine. Uh, I feel like it did something unique at the time with the found footage, security cam, whatever you want to yeah. call it. You know, obviously it's not the first found footage, but it's the first one to do like a ghost story of a haunted house, essentially with just like found footage, um, and without any clear uh, resolution, which I like. I don't know. I again, I'm I'm not trying to be down on this movie. I just I I I think the the combination of it being such a widely beloved horror film that I'd never seen and my experience of watching it being kind of just that was well a well-made movie that just didn't affect me in any way except for when poor sweet Sadie died. Um which made oh, me literally dog. cry. Right. The dog. <laughs> yes. Um which I'm I, also on that note. Yeah. Just saying, this is the second movie that um, that we've That's talked true. where the dog has, has died. Has a dog died? Yeah. Um, wow, Amanda, do you do you think about how maybe all your films are about dying, dead dogs? Like, maybe, maybe there's doing? some like why are you doing there this? There must to be us? some like repressed thing about that. <laughs> I don't know. I need to talk to a therapist. That's right. <laughs> um, but no, I like so there. You know, there's does the dog die? Com. Is a website. I uh, Sadie was introduced in this movie, and I was like, I should check that website because it's possible. The do- but I forgot, and it's very quick, very fast. <laughs> like the first thing, arguably, right? Like, it is the first thing, thing, which brings us like we can go through the plot a bit. Sure. Um, the uh, the Ed and Lorraine Warren give a. Uh, I mean, we open with the Annabelle shit with the Annabelle right. shit, yeah, and we show them. I like I like how that's like a cold open of that you would do in like a, a Bond style thing or in a Sherlock Holmes style thing, yep. where it's, it's like kind of a separate mystery, unrelated, just to let you into who these people are. And, yeah, you know. and it's not going to be tied into this particular plot, really. Yeah, um, and then we have the. Uh, the 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 cutting to the university where he's giving a little presentation on it and then we have maybe one of my favorite title cards of all time mm. is when it just like that long drone and the conjuring when i saw it in theaters i was just like this movie is starting out at five stars <laughs> it can only go down from here <laughs> this is the best and it is it is my favorite part of the movie 
<laughs> the title card? Is the title card. That's funny. I think it's, it's really good. It's so it good. It really is good. The long J that mm-hmm. looks like a sickle. It's like, it's so dope. Anyway, we're introduced to this family. The uh, husband and wife, um, Lily Taylor, Ron Livingston, and then all the daughters you could possibly ever want. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many daughters did they have? I think five. five. I lost count. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to keep track of them all. Yeah, and they all move into this uh, haunted old house, and things start going awry almost immediately when dog Sadie doesn't want to go inside. Mm. Yeah, and the ghosts kill the dog, which is uh, unforgivable. Unforgivable. So we don't want the ghosts to succeed. No, but I also almost stopped watching the movie. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so glad mad. you got through it. Uh, it's, it's just kinda, unnecessary. It's almost our job at this point. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for Sadie. Justice for Sadie. Dog well, did nothing wrong. Well, once she's out of the movie, then you can stop wondering. <laughs> she didn't need to be in the movie to begin with, is all I'm saying. Well, Have it be a bird that dies. They yeah. do that later, and that, that's I'm fine with that. Plenty of birds die. Yeah, kill them all. <laughs> I know you're fine with that. <laughs> you hate birds. I hate birds. <laughs> <laughs> no... No tears shed for the birds, yeah. but many for Sadie. Um, but yeah. And almost immediately after Sadie's death, um, members of the family start experiencing happenings. Mm, and uh, and it, it seems to particularly target Lily Taylor's character, mm. the mother. Um, she experiences bruises on herself. And then um, sleepwalking by sleepwalking the daughter, right? By the daughter running into walls, seeing things that aren't there. A fart smell. I can only assume <laughs> it's a fart smell. It's sulfur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sulfur. Yeah, the yeah. sulfur of, well, that was my of, guess too. of hell. Because yeah, that's a pretty funny scene. It's yeah. like, ah, oh, your fart is like, I, quit blaming me. I didn't do. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly how siblings would react to that yeah. situation. See the and like the thing is, I I find the. I find all the characters believable not and not acting in like silly horror movie ways. Yeah. You know, like they, they tend to be rational about these things and they tend to act smart and behave intelligently. And then like, how long is it into the movie when Livingston goes to find the Warrens? I don't think it's that long. Because not not terribly long. The movie's only about two hours, right? Yeah. These are things that I could have had pulled up. Well, I'm doing it now. Great. Thank you, Alan. You're I welcome. think it was like after she got like trapped in the cellar. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. 112 minutes. So it's not a, less than two yeah, hours. It's not a crazy long movie. Good job, James Wan. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Um, and they... They definitely seem to be uh, a part. Like you have the intro with them, and then you have the establishment of the family. And I feel like for the like the final hour of the movie, the Lorraines are there, or sorry, the Warrens are there. Definitely. So, I feel like yeah. I don't know. Again, I've only seen it once. You've both seen it five times, so you know. You tell <laughs> me. But uh, <laughs> but it feels like. It's pretty quick where they're like, let's get these uh, investigators in here. Right. And uh, right. if I remember correctly, Livingston's kind of a skeptic at first, right? Of course. Yeah. As I mean, as we all are. I would be. Yeah. yeah. This is this is stupid. I just bought this house. <laughs> it's my house, ghosts. <laughs> you he should have told him. Yeah. He just should have said that. He should have said it. 
and then they uh, they come in. They they so Vera Farmiga's thing is that she is the one who can kind of like she's a very powerful medium. Sense the the spirits, right? Yes. And what's Ed's deal? He is a uh, demonologist, right? So he's just like the book the book learning yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a recognized demonologist, and yeah. he knows how to perform exorcisms. There you go. So, but but he can't actually uh, like see the spirits the way no. that Lorraine can. Yeah. No. So that's kind of their their deal. Their yeah. Their partnership. Um, uh, he's the brain. She's the brawn, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, sucks for her. Yeah. Um, I do that. So one one thing I did appreciate um, about this movie. I, I I don't mean like the only thing. I'm just saying here's here's a thing I appreciated. Mm. Um, is that uh, there's that scene where he's kind of describing uh, how like every time she encounters a spirit, something is taken from her. Yeah. Right. That kind of like backstory and that 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 aspect of it was was really interesting sure um and maybe they delve more into it in the sequels they do yeah but i feel like i wanted a bit more of like especially the ending like like that that being kind of like takes a toll on her i know it does but you know what i mean like i just felt i don't know i i don't know what it is about this movie that just like didn't hit for me the way it clearly did for so many people is that i just felt like by the time it was over i was just like oh okay they did it. <laughs> Good work. Like the, the again, like the Exorcist comparison is like it it like it ruined a bunch of lives, right? Like and like in this one, like what it ruined Sadie's life, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Did you want the whole family to? I wanted something to happen. Yeah, you know what? I want one of the daughters to die. Oh, they wow. had five of them. They didn't. They didn't need to keep them all. You wanted to prune a daughter. <laughs> yeah, get rid of one of them. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, the ghosts tried. They really tried. They yeah, really they tried. should have tried harder. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, this whole idea is that... I think the whole idea is that um, they lose. You know? like Who does? Good. Good loses? Good wins. Oh, and yeah. evil loses. And that's... But, That's the whole but then thing. there's like five more movies, so clearly evil still like they never really win. Well, yeah, evil will always do you, be present. Do you remember how many movies they try to set up in the Pope's Exorcist? I've never seen that movie. 197. <laughs> Why would I ever watch the Pope's Exorcist? It's a bad uh, movie. Pope's Exorcist is amazing. <laughs> it is absolutely insane. It is so insane that it makes it so amazing. Does that yeah. one take place in the same universe as The Exorcist? No, no, it's just its own. Yeah, thank, and, and then they try God. to establish more. Russell Crowe's character, an Italian, see the Pope's exorcist, an Italian Pope's exorcist, okay. is on a first name basis with the Pope. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, the Pope is in the movie as a character, playing himself, playing himself. Yeah, actually, no, oh. no. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, maybe the Pope's bored. Ah. He's like, I'll be in a movie. Why not? I'm infallible. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I to do? <laughs> I keep handing down decrees that's and nobody right. listens to me. Um that's uh crazy. I yeah, I don't care for um <laughs> a lot of horror movies, I think. You don't care for the Pope's Exorcist? I mean I haven't seen it, but uh I, I had no desire to see it. Let me sure. put it that way. Got you. Um What's with all these Pope movies and shows? I don't know, Popes are hot. You got the two popes, the young Pope. You got the young Pope. Popes are hot. You got the uh, ex- the Pope's Exorcist. The Borgias. You got Popey Longstocking? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my favorite one. <laughs> what if a Pope was a redhead? Pope floats. <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> I mean, that's really it. That's really the whole plot is like, why are they like, where, where does this, where does this evil come from? They do a history, a deep dive into the history of the place. Witch, right? Yeah. An old witch or thing. Like Salem. Uh, yeah. The, the tree. Mm-hmm. And then they have to do an exorcism or and wasn't it also, also lose so like, the mom. I always find that harrowing. I find that so, so harrowing when the, when like the spirit has attached itself to the mother mm-hmm. and then like they go to a, a, a hotel and it's like, you're not, you can't escape now. And yeah. she turns around and drives them back to the, drives her kid back and is like, I find that enough. I would be very, very sad when, if, if one of the daughters died. And do you know how I know that? I was joking about that. Because <laughs> of, because I just saw the exorcist, the believer. Uh-huh. And one of the kids dies. That's and I'm true. like, that sucks. Yeah, well, that movie sucks in general. That movie sucks in general, but that decision they, sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. That choice is bad. Well, yeah. I don't like it. Like, it's just trying to one-up bleakness. And I, I'm... I'm, The movie is... I find The Conjuring is, a, is an oppressive movie. And, like, it's dour. Things are bad. Things are going bad. She's trying to kill her kids. I'm like, that's enough. I'm I want to. I want to see them win. Is what I'm saying. Like by the I, end of it, I'm like, oh yeah, please win. I, of course, I, mm. I want. I want good to prevail. But I. I just. I. I like the idea that when something is this intense in terms of like some malevolent force, that like good will prevail, but at a cost. I see. Does that make sense? Yes. And I. I feel like I'm going to go to bat for the Exorcist believer for one moment. Uh, something I never thought I'd do in my okay. life. Um. That I that concept it's executed so poorly, but that concept of like you have to choose to save one of these daughters, and then they I mean we we joked about it, but like they they dark knight it right like yeah. it's like you choose this one and it's like okay well that's one that's gonna die then like got ya we're demons what if you think we're gonna be honest like I like that conceptually, it's executed horrifically in the movie, <laughs> but I don't think that idea of like trying to bargain with a demon and then finding out oh they were tricking you or like they're not going to play ball like that that's an interesting idea right um like if the, if something like that had happened in the conjuring i think you would have liked it <laughs> not that exact thing but something like that where it's like she's possessed she gives some kind of like ultimatum and then they have to make a choice and then it's like well guess what it's like the other thing like it might be a movie i think movie it could that... have been done very well in it... in this movie i agree but it also might be a movie that i wouldn't want to return to sure you know what i mean like that's a, sad. that's such a bummer yeah like just the I, like the conception of it i agree that's powerful mm-hmm. but it just might be a a movie that's just like oh my god yeah it's a good movie but like what a bummer yeah and this movie feel, is, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah, I just feel like the reason why um, I like going back to this movie, at least annually, <laughs> is because there is that, like, there is closure to it. And it just mm-hmm. feels like a good bookend, almost. Like, like that was delightful. <laughs> I got scared. There was a resolution. Everybody's happy. I'll see you next year. Yeah, it's a haunted house ride, and it's just executed really, really well. Everything, I think every single beat of it is the best version of this kind of movie. I wonder, you both saw this in theaters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if I'd seen it in theaters, I'd have a, have a sim like, I'd, I'd have more 
uh, love of it, if that makes sense. I, uh, almost universally, like I was. I mean, yeah. I, I hate feel to, that about most movies. I hate yeah. to reinvoke burning, but <laughs> I God, would. This is going to be the the sticking point of this whole fucking series. But I, I feel like I would have like Greg got burnt by re- burning. No, I really, I kind of <laughs> liked it. I really would have gone to bat for it harder though if I had seen it in theaters. Yeah, so would have been allowed, allowed well, to, like, and to just like, wash over me and. Not like the her episode, like also right. Yeah. You said like if I had got the sound design in my headphones, like I don't know. I I I watched this on my on my computer um, at home uh, the other day, and uh, I was enjoying it. Like again, I I feel like I'm 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 seeming like I didn't like the movie, but it's more just like it didn't impact me in a way a lot of horror movies have, and. And I don't know if it's just because I've, I'm late to the ball. And, mm. like, you know, again, it's been built up in my mind as, like, one of the best horror movies of the of the decade and, like, all this stuff. And and uh, I, I, I don't have any fault with it. Like, I can't pinpoint anything that I'm like, there's something wrong with this movie here. It's more just, like, it was a well-made movie that I am fine to watch again, but I have no desire to watch again. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Totally. Um, and well, in that vein, if, if it, if it were darker, like the ending, if it were bleaker, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a desire to watch it again. Yeah. Like, and I say that because it's the children that would be at, are the, are the, like, if Ron Livingston died, fine. I was going to say, I was just totally going to say, I think yeah. Ron Livingston could have been yeah, the one to if, die. If, like, it's, if he sacrificed himself to save his wife, yeah, like, if that's, it's, a, that's a powerful ending, right? Yeah, if it's Ron Livingston, I'm in. If yeah. it's one of the... <laughs> Again, I was joking yeah. when I said one of the five daughters should die. If I want to get on the yeah. record. It was a joke. If it's the literal <laughs> handful of daughters... I don't want children to die. <laughs> if we, like, cut the thumb off of the handful and, like, there's just four left, I'm not I'm not happy with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ron Livingston, though? Yeah, fine. go. Totally fine. I actually he thought looked, he was gonna. Yeah, they do kind of. Again, that's yeah. They they. But when they he hint at when it. he doesn't, and it does end up with just like we're driving away now, happy ending, everybody. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. Do they abs- come back? No. Okay. <laughs> that's the. I don't know. That's one of the great things about the Conjuring is like it's Ed and Lorraine, mm-hmm. and uh, the next one they go to London. Totally new thing. Yeah. And then the next one they go to Middle. Midwestern fucking America. I don't know. The devil made <laughs> yeah. me do it. Sucks. <laughs> that one sucked so bad. I, I didn't. Did yeah, the I devil what... make them do it? Though? Yes. Okay. That's the whole idea. Yeah. But the whole the thing devil. is like, it's, it's like, like in the... Al Pacino himself. Yeah. 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 Pacino's in that movie. He's, he's like, hey, go kill those kids. He's looking rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. One thing I did. One thing I liked as well is like I like the concept of because I feel like often the with conjuring sept. All right. Well, <laughs> that was a very Allen joke you just did. Um, yeah. Well, you're taking dare, my position right yeah. now. <laughs> did we Freaky Friday? We did. Um, no, I I uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I feel like a lot of haunted house movies. It's there's always like the idea in the back of the audience's mind of like move. <laughs> Go to a new house. Yes. It's clearly haunted. Why are you staying there? And so yes. I like that they kind of like early on are like, it doesn't matter. Like the demons attached itself to you now. So like even if you go to a new place, you're st- still going to have to deal with it. So might as well deal with it here. Like I like that concept and that like idea that it's not just the house necessarily. It's just like that's what uh, that's how it got attached to you yeah. is because you're here. But now you're fucked. So this like, is the let's, thing you must deal with. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's a, that's an interesting um, concept in a conjuring sept in the uh, the film. It is a nice conjuring sept. We're making thanks, it a guys, thing. for everything. Uh, <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda hates. This. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Kevin does it all the time as well. Yeah. So, what you know. you're saying? What? They're similar in some ways. <laughs> Insane, right? Yeah, yeah. wild. Mm. <laughs> I taught him everything he knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah. I also, I mean, you cheekily mentioned it early, but I'm also like, <laughs> this is going to sound so petty and silly, but like, I'm not on board with like paranormal investigators. Let's talk about it. It's, Let's talk, it's because the movie, the, the movie doesn't, the, the movie doesn't bother with that. No. Like it, and it shouldn't. No, no, like, absolutely not. Like, yeah. really? Like, when it says, like, based on the case files of this, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's all just table setting. Yes. And it's just like, this is the world we live in, mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, in the movie, we accept that demons exist, and these people know about them, yes. and have studied them, and can interact with them, et cetera, et cetera. Let's go. And, yeah, yeah that's fine. It's, that's it's, fine. it's just like, it's literally any a Any horror starting... movie needs to have that level yeah. of, like... Like, obviously, it's not like I watch any horror movie and I'm like, well, ghosts yeah. aren't real, therefore, this doesn't, yeah. I don't buy this. Like, yeah. I... You need a starting gun. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I like that in my films. Yes. In films, I'm happy with paranormal shit. That's it's, fun. It's great. But... But... Ed and Lorraine Warren... They're real people. Con artists. Con artists. <laughs> <laughs> I love... They want to sell their books. I, I love Patrick Wilson. He's great. And I love Via Farmiga in these movies. I think their portrayals of Ed and Lorraine Warren are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think they are heroes. I think their uh, their characters, uh, their characterizations are instantly I- iconic in the horror genre. The real people are con artists. Yeah. <laughs> and the real and people probably are, suck. Yeah, the real people are con artists taking advantage of families and... Um, and trauma. And, and trauma, making yeah. a quick buck. So... So, yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, I have to say that that's allegedly they're doing that. <laughs> Otherwise, it could yeah. be slander, um, which I would never do. No, of course not. I would never do that. Allegedly, they're bad. <laughs> um, I've heard that they stink. Yeah, and are bad. Yes, allegedly. Allegedly. So, I guess, like, yeah, I guess my question is to to y'all is, uh, like. Like the idea of having an outside uh, group, in this case, an outside husband and wife, yeah, come in and be the ones kind of like solving the problems, as it were. Like, is that more effective? Not not even more effective, but just like, is that? I find it less effective. I guess is what I'm saying than like if it was just the family dealing with it. Um, like even in The Exorcist, like we we obviously have the Catholic priests coming in, but like. They're not doing much until the end. Yeah, just uh, when the when when Max von Sydow arrives at the door in that really great scene. I mean, that's have you good. do you remember that scene, guys, good. where yeah. he like goes really through good. the gate and it's like and there's like Atmos everywhere yeah. and you're just like this guy I'm is like, from the beginning oh, of the movie. This guy's gonna solve everything. He must mean business and then, and he, then doesn't. he doesn't. He and dies. Yeah. <laughs> he just dies. And that's, yeah, like, uh, the unfair comparison. Oh, that's what they're doing in The Exorcist Believer. I just got it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the priest doesn't do anything. Yeah, they're trying trying to do the same thing, because that's what you do with legacy sequels, is you do the same thing. That makes perfect sense. It's a a five-star movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I guess like it's it, it works fine, but I I definitely would have liked it better if like they come in and they don't just solve everything. Like they they need they like some again like I don't know something goes wrong, and then they have to do something else, and then maybe Ron Livingston has to be the one to perform the extras. I don't know. It just it's it's not as effective to me that it's just this like this traveling group of people who come in and solve paranormal cases. Well, this is their whole thing, though. I know, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's the whole concept of the movie. Yes, it's it's <laughs> it's not so much as like the exorcists coming in. It's it's Sherlock and Watson mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah, that's the idea, right? Behind behind all of this yeah because the the whole thing is we have to get this we have to get enough evidence on tape so that we can get the vatican to approve an exorcism so they can send a priest here to do the thing right that's not going to happen so ed has to do it right that's your that's your uh hiccup there and it's i guess so like, um so for for me that that that's enough because the the main characters are ed and lorraine mm-hmm you know, and this is just a this is just a case, and it really feels like we're just like we're following these. Like I I don't see it as a as a family drama. I see it as a detective story that comes into this into this house. And if it was the family drama, it would just be the Amityville horror. Yeah, you know that's true. Like it would the 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 fact that Ed and Lorraine come in is what sets it apart in a lot of ways from other. Uh, horror haunted house movies of of this of this ilk. Like someone would just get possessed and they would run amok and kill somebody with an axe. Uh, what movie does that? The Shining. That movie's great. Does that? Great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know uh, if you've ever seen it. The Shining. Yeah, I have. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> I think what I also enjoy, like, okay, so I grew up Catholic. Mm. So like the fear of the devil mm-hmm. has like not that I practice anymore, but right. like just like growing up, you get like that means the, the devil, the devil you. hates you even more. Yeah, right? or no? Does he like you more? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how the devil works. Neither do I. <laughs> but I feel like because I grew up with that sense of fear, and then I'm also like I know like ghost hunting shows and series and paranormal investigators is garbage yeah i just love the like the the fun that it has like yeah so like both of those together i think is why i enjoy the conjuring so much i do i mean i i appreciate the the concept of what you said greg that they're basically just uh detectives coming in to solve the crime as it were in this case to solve the ghosts um i think that like under that lens, I, I appreciate it more than I thought I did. Um, I think it is honestly just the sticking point of knowing this kind of thing happens in real life and hating it. And just like, even the fact that they set up the, like their little like camera devices and stuff uh, like that, that's less interesting to me. Cause I'm like, that's what we, that's what we do. in like you said, like those ghost hunting shows and I'm like, that's fucking stupid. However, <laughs> yes, go ahead. Just a real quick counterpoint to that. Uh-huh. It's in the seventies. Sure. So, all of it is uh-huh. retro tech uh-huh. and so fun to look at. This is one of the things that I really like about this movie is that it takes place in the 70s and it takes place mostly in a house so you can make it a period piece very cheaply. All will, you need is a couple of cars 
some sideburns, some big, <laughs> some big collars, and a big old flash bulb. And your oh, and a, of course, my favorite thing in the whole world—a reel-to-reel tape recorder. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what? I uh, until this very moment, no idea it took place in the seventies. <laughs> Why did you think he had sideburns? I don't know. People like to have sideburns <laughs> even today. No. Yeah, you have some right now. It's a beard. <laughs> That's like the I sideburns more pronounced. Well, though. that's like if I had said you had sideburns right now. Yeah, I do. It's a beard, <laughs> maniac. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I I I recognize now all the hints that it's in the 70s and probably blatantly says a date at some. It point. does at the beginning of the movie. It. I thought it took place in 2013. <laughs> I I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh. <laughs> that's why they... There's no cell phones. Everyone's using rotary right. phones. I don't know. <laughs> it's an old firehouse. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a David Lynch movie. Maybe it is. That'd be good. Okay, one of the things David I Lynch love... David Lynch doing a Conjuring movie? One of the things I love about Twin Peaks The Return, yeah. <laughs> real quick... Um, yeah, go on. ...is that d- barely anyone uses a cell phone, uh-huh. and they all have like these dial... these push button dial phones mm-hmm. the old kind that were like they took the rotary off and just put the push button on yeah and um every time that they have like a screenshot or something it's just like this hamily put in like effect shot out of on a computer that's clearly just turned off because <laughs> david lidge has no idea <laughs> what to do with i love this that. technology <laughs> it's amazing it's sorry good. Twin Peaks tangent I mean, over. It's it's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I I feel the cameras make more sense now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, does they make a lot be, more uh, sense now. Does it change how you feel about the movie at all? Uh, maybe. I think I'd have to watch it again under these <laughs> these contexts Aha! and these knowledges. Second and watch, I'd, and baby. I'd probably enjoy it more. I I think maybe uh, uh, similar to you know how you were with some of the movies we've done so far, just like Wrong Headspace, maybe mm-hmm. you know, so it just didn't hit me. This movie's also a hoot to watch with friends. That, that's the thing. I would probably have enjoyed it more with some pals, but right. I was watching by myself as homework, essentially, yeah. you know, yeah. for this uh, this project, and um, and sometimes that that works fine, and mm-hmm. uh, a movie's a banger no matter what. But the sometimes farewell. I do feel the farewell as well. Spoilers. Bleep that. Uh, <laughs> keep forgetting what order we're in. I do, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the thing is, sometimes like a movie is like the context and how you see a movie will affect your opinion of it, right? Like, Absolutely. I mean, all, all the time. Like that seems like such an obvious thing to say, but I think there are some movies where I could watch in any context and still enjoy them, and there's some where I need a kind of a specific setting or whatever and horror movies i think in general are usually in that vein like uh, there's very few horror movies i will gladly watch by myself and have as much fun as if i watch them with friends like it's a genre that really lends itself to watching it with group of people whether it's strangers or whether it's friends like a full packed theater yeah with a good horror movie is some of the most fun you can ever have yeah and this movie played like gangbusters in the theater yeah and i'm sure it did and I also, again, I I was affected way too much by Sadie's death. Yeah. And so then I was just mad at the movie for the rest of it. Because right. <laughs> I was just like, why did you do that to me? Um, But, you know, sometimes... She didn't actually die, you know. Like, the, the know. dog is okay. In the, in the world. Yeah. 
of the movie, the yeah. dog's dead. Yeah. And she did nothing wrong. She was no. so cute. No. Well, and she just didn't want to come in the house because it had ghosts in it. Had lots of ghosts. Ron Livingston, in it. you should have realized that. Got but your no, family just, out of there. He just left the dog outside and then it died. And guess what? That's on you, Ron. Yeah, always listen that's to the dog. should be dead. That's why <laughs> they like that's why those people in the thing got what they deserved. Because they right. didn't listen to the dogs. They well, they listened to the, yeah, they, they listened, listened to one to the, of the yeah, dogs. They, I was gonna say they listened to the one dog that they wasn't to the actually wrong a dog. dog. <laughs> wasn't actually a dog. I don't know if you know this. That was a thing. So Amanda <laughs> This this movie is so high on your list. Uh, okay. I feel like it's... I don't know why it's so high. I can't remember writing it, writing out my list at the time. But I've watched a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this movie just always comes to mind. And I don't think I put any other horror movies on my list, but this is one that I feel effectively like gave me the chills and I just thoroughly enjoy. There's not a lot of horror movies that I find that really do that for me. So this movie scared you? I wouldn't say scare me. Like I feel for a movie to scare me, like I would have to, after watching the movie, you know, turn on all the lights in the house and like watch a Disney movie right after. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. There hasn't been a movie, a really super scary movie that's done that to me except for, or since the strangers, that yeah. one is a no go for me. Um, I love that movie. Have you seen it? No. Ah. So good. Um, but my favorite genre in, in general is just ghost hunting and like paranormal stuff, culty stuff and possession stuff. So like this one to me felt, felt right. No, that makes sense. If this is like your favorite genre of horror, like this is a great example of all of those things. And it's like, again, it comes down to execution for me. It's just like, because I don't like horror movies. Mm. I'm on record as being like, these are hard for me to watch because I get so scared. Yeah, I have to take business calls all the time when I'm watching <laughs> movies that are scary. Yeah, It just happens. My phone starts ringing and I have to leave the theater. For Dang. real. It's just a thing mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's real. And it's not. And it's not an excuse, not an excuse to, to, excuse to get out of the and, theater. And sip his old orange juice box. Yeah. Put on his little diaper. Yeah. Well, I have to change my diaper change at that your, point. Change your little diaper. Uh, that's not what, that's not what no, this it's is. business. It's business. From the business factory. Yes. I'm investing in business. <laughs> in the factory. So, my point is... Um, when I'm when I watch this movie, it's just like this is this is just undeniable how how well executed it is. And when the when the jump scares come, I'm like, well, those are great. Those jump scares are fun. <laughs> those jump scares are fun, scary, and really well done. So can we go through and like can we just like say our favorite jump scares or favorite scares in this movie? Yeah, you go first. It's the clap game oh yeah that's good the clap game is is something that i think about all the time like um there's a there's a dark uh shadow room behind you amanda on the screen this hallway sucks (laughs) yeah and i think that there's going to be two ghostly hands coming out of it Ah. and just doing 
Oh and... no, that's just Kevin's ghostly white hands. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't remember them that well to say my favorite, but I feel like there was was there not one when she was sleepwalking and like walking into the wall. Yeah, is that one? Well, she's just doing that. Oh, okay. I think they just sent her to bed. I thought there was maybe something with that Cindy Lou who that happens tw- me. Uh, twice. So yeah, the, second the second time, time, the sister puts her younger sister in her bed, but then the closet door opens, uh, and then there was someone on top of the oh that closet. oh yeah yeah okay that's the one I was thinking of because I yeah. I remember really uh, the 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 sleepwalking into the wall or whatever was very effective where yeah. I was just like that's terrifying because okay so here's the thing about me as stated I'm a skeptic I don't believe in ghosts I don't believe in paranormal so that's why like movies like this don't spook me as much because I'm like 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 well made and like and like ooh creepy but like I'd never feel like that's gonna happen to me whereas like something like slasher movies or the strangers like that's a real fear for me <laughs> right so those scare me way more um, and so the sleepwalking, what about malignant? Well, yeah, that's obviously, yeah. that's happened yeah. and we've seen it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, so like the idea of someone sleepwalking is real, right? Like people do yeah. sleepwalk. Yeah. Um, Kevin used to sleepwalk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and we shared a room. So like, that's scary, uh, to me because not, not because I think he's possessed, but because I'm just like, that's like a weird, like. Uh, like disassociative thing of what we know as reality mm-hmm. where it's like he's moving like he's awake but he's not and I'm like that's spooky so like yeah the I, the the sleepwalking into the wall I was like well that's scary because that could actually happen and right. I would be very scared if that happened and especially if then suddenly there's a creepy ghost that pops up <laughs> but, a ghoul a ghoul of some sort <laughs> jumping on you yeah ah I don't like it what what's your favorite jump scare or or so scare? the the clap one for sure, sure. Mm-hmm. and because it happens twice and mm-hmm. same with the sleepwalking mm-hmm. like but because it happens twice like it gets me every time even though i know it's coming it gets me every time but i have to say the my favorite scare is when um lorraine was taking down sheets <gasps> and then a huge gust of wind blows one away and then it there's a figure behind oh, yeah. it. I was hoping you yeah. mentioned that one. And then yeah. she sees it up in the room. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. That's pretty spooky. So that's, I think that one was I feel like good. that's that's like a, one of those horror movie lessons. Like, don't ever have sheets mm. hung outside. Well, they don't know they're day. in a horror movie. Well, Vera does. Yeah. Vera knows she's she in a horror know, movie. Yeah. Um, Lorraine, I should say. Lorraine, Lorraine knows. Because that's her whole job. It's true. To be in a horror movie. To be- <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Like, she doesn't get called to these things because they're nice, good spirits. No, these are spirits who want to fuck with you. Are there nice, good spirits in these worlds? Um, like, I, do we ever... I hope so, but probably not. Those I ones guess are... I meant, like, in The Conjuring, you know, like, is it always anyone they encounter is a malevolent spirit? No, actually. They, they, they meet they, some nice ones? They they meet ones that are, like, that they... So... In the second one, they meet one named Bill who is uh, stuck in the house because there is a, a malevolent spirit within the house that is like drawing him and like keeping him there, like yeah. holding him hostage, so he can't move on. Okay, so that's that's part of it. Yeah, um, and that malevolent spirit is 
the nun. Devil, it's the nun. <laughs> yeah. Z- Zabrak or whatever her name is. Um, Vap. Um, Vaprak. Vaprak, the destroyer. <laughs> That's a joke just for us. <laughs> Backpack. Based on Greg's D&D campaign. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, but it is close to that. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. But um, anyway, uh, I only know because during horror trivia we, it came up. Sure. Um, I've never seen it. I like in ghost stories when they have nice ghosts too that's what i was gonna say yeah like uh and you're gonna casper you're gonna really like bly manor then okay nice yeah um, oh you haven't seen bly manor yet i just i, I just finished hill house um Ooh. and so i started bly manor but i'm like halfway through the first episode i haven't got far into it yet but yeah um, it makes me cry <laughs> <laughs> I love that show so much. Um, but yeah, Casper's a good one. I know that's like family entertainment, but I like that idea that Casper's nice. He's a friendly ghost. What about Fatso? Well, Fatso's kind of a stinker. Uh-huh. Well, Stinky's kind what of a stinker. What about Stinky? <laughs> Stinky's kind of a Fatso. <laughs> it's weird. They have weird names for what they are. It's confusing. Uh, yeah, it's very confusing. Um, it is weird that like he's got a normal name and they're all called Fatso, Stinky, and Stretch. Yeah, it's and weird. it's not even like their nicknames. Like those are engraved on their beds. Yeah, so like they're they had mean parents. Yeah, that's why they're mean. Yeah, trauma breeds trauma. It's, yeah, it's generational trauma. Yeah. It's <laughs> not what, their that's fault. What, that's what Casper's all about. Um, <laughs> there's also there's uh, this is a weird example, but like in um, just in, like how the Conjuring's about colonialism. That's that's true. Uh, the uh, Buffy verse. So in the the TV series Angel, um, Cordelia has a ghost in her house. It turns out he's a nice ghost. His name is Dennis. Aww. And so like throughout the series, like that like what there's an episode where it's like, oh no, there's a ghost. And like that's the main plot. But then by the end it's like, oh no, like he was actually there's a different ghost or something else. I can't remember. It's been so long since I saw it. But there's a different entity or something that Dennis is trying to save her from. And then they solve that, and then so Dennis is just chilling in the house for the rest of the series. Oh. And so every so often she'll just be like you're like ghost Dennis. Did you turn the the oven off on me or something? Like you know, like and because he'll play pranks on her sometimes. Sure. And it's, I don't know. It's really cute. And I'm like, I want more of that because like, if I'm gonna be on board with the concept of ghosts existing, I feel like there should be nice ghosts too. Yeah. So anyway, I agree. And the Conjuring Two has that. Great. But he's like a hostage. Yeah. From an evil ghost. Yeah. Like, which is good. It's I mean, good he was step. kind of like an old bastard, but you do feel sorry for him. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Good uh, movie. I liked it. Good movie. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> For me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on first viewing. Who knows? Uh, I, I did want to share, um, because two other people did put this on their list. Greg and I did not. No. Um, I believe. Can you guess who the other two are? Allie. Uh-huh. And Camille. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the... Gruesome to so <laughs> well, it's a horror movie. In this so. case, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do that. But there you go. So um, this is a James Wan picture. It is. We didn't uh, even talk a little where, bit. Where, of... Where's he at at this point in his career? Like, because he did uh, Insidious before this, right? At, at this point, like at when, Conjuring. At, at Conjuring, he, he's still in horror movie yeah. land. Um, but Insidious oh, was wait. before, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like I read that that he did Insidious and then. 
uh, they were like, here, do another horror. He did Insidious in uh, 2010. Oh my God. 2010 they had already made it up to saw 3d so they wrapped <laughs> they wrapped the saw franchise uh-huh. for now saw, um, remind me saw 3d is not the third one it is the seventh okay. one okay <laughs> it's very confusing <laughs> uh so in 2013 he does the conjuring uh in 2010 he did insidious yeah okay yeah and then and insidious right. saw, chapter saw, two is also the same how year. many saws did he do he only did he only directed the one. Oh, really yeah he's he only ever directed the one but he's like a He's producer on, oh, okay, like mostly executive producer, yeah, and he has like story credit on a on a few of them as well. Like he's he's still involved in the franchise, but not really. So, what was his first directorial? What was his directorial debut? Um, as a, a, a as a feature, yeah. uh, Saw. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. But I, yeah, so the twenty in twenty thirteen you know Saw, pretty good movie. Saw's a pretty good movie, and then Have you watched the new one. No, have hmm. you? I've watched it. It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Yeah, it's easily a saw movie. It's definitely a saw movie. All right, maybe I'll watch socks one day. So Kevin and I were a little high watching it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And I have to say, it seemed more gruesome. Really, like the the traps really made us cringe so mm, hard dang i don't can i so... can i make a pitch to you as a <laughs> as a horror aficionado yeah and see if this would work Wait, for you who's your horror aficionado Amanda. You are, she, okay so um i i went and saw this with with ali and we we both walked out and being when we were like that was too yucky mm. so which one for sauce oh yeah yeah it was really yucky, and I think that's why it felt really just gruesome and we like cringy, like it actually hurt. Yeah, and so here's my pitch to you: <laughs> the movie purports to be John Kramer's story. We're finally learning more about John Kramer, and a lot of the time, because it's Tobin Bell, he's an old man. Mm-hmm. He's talking to Shawnee Smith in this control room with mm-hmm. a big window pane looking mm-hmm. down on all of the people who he's sawing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What I would like is a, is every time it cuts to them, I'm like, this is what I'm here for. I want to know more about John. I want to know more about Amanda. I want to know uh, everything about them. I want them to talk about the morality of this thing and what they have planned in the future and what their whole thing is. And in the background, out of focus, I would love for all of these traps to be happening and we As, just hear so it's screams. like a, my dinner with Andre, but with, but with saw. My going, dinner with John Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but with saw going saw on happening the in the background. That sounds that would great. Be, that, that would sounds be perfect. So good. They're having these really deep talks, yeah. and then in the background, there's blood everywhere, oh, yeah. screaming. Amanda, what is and then, life anyway? And then when they go down into the place to continue talking to their uh, victims, they uh, you you see like this woman's leg sawn off and her head exploded, and you just see the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. it's the same traps, but you don't see what happened because <laughs> I don't think they're super effective in the movie. I think they're. They're, they're, I think they're just too yucky. They that's, were very, that's, that's, how I, that's how I felt about Saw yeah. in general, that is the more Saw it went on. And that's why I kind of fell off yeah. of the franchise around the sixth one, I want to say. So you didn't go for the seventh one. No, I've the never last seen one. 3D. <laughs> it's terrible. And that's it's the, I think that's the terrible. only one I haven't seen at this point, except for the new one, obviously. But like, 
because then I did eventually watch Jigsaw. Mm. Oh no, I didn't open the book. You didn't open. I didn't open the book no, Spiral. Okay. Uh, so I never saw that one. Well, so, that's a bad movie. Yeah, there's two now. Uh, there's two I haven't seen. I will probably watch so- Socks eventually. Right. Um, but was uh, Saw 3D the one like there was a, a scene like in the salon? I don't know. I didn't see. It. Well, they <laughs> like it opens with like a public execution. Oh. Huh. Like a bandsaw thing oh yeah i think i remember um, either starting that movie and then turning it off or just seeing that scene yeah it stinks yeah yeah it's a re- it's such yeah. a bad movie i think actually that was the one because okay so here's here's my uh, my journey with the saw movies saw one loved it sure <laughs> saw two saw it in theaters Meh. Meh. donnie Wahlberg, what's he doing mm-hmm. um saw three didn't see it in theaters just watched it at home all right. Were you interesting? When I saw that movie, I was like, they they killed him. Mm. Oh yeah, because that's the one where where he dies at the he end. He dies, or like he dies at the end. Yeah. He dies at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then because then four is the one that opens with his autopsy. Uh-huh. I think yeah. Uh, so yeah, watched watch, I watched both three and four at home just because I was like curious, and sure. I was like, all right, these are fine. Like I didn't love them, but I was like, ah, like I could I could see myself just enjoying the series. Five, I think, is the one where it opens. Uh, or maybe uh, I can't remember now. Anyway, I, I'm pretty sure the other ones I just watched at home. One of them opens with uh, it's like a, a, a fat guy and a lady, and they have to put flesh into a thing for them to not die. I don't know. And which he one cuts off is. his belly, and she chops her arm off, and she wins. <laughs> and I remember being like, "I'm done with this." Yep. <laughs> like, no, thank you. Um, and so that's why I didn't watch the next one, which I think is 3D, but I can't remember. Um, but either way, what I did was I was like, I hear Dr. Gordon comes back. He does. So I read the Wikipedia article. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah. What's, what <laughs> weird twists and turns did they do to bring that character back? And also, like, how did the story conclude? And I don't need to watch it. And then, yeah, just randomly on TV, uh, uh, Jigsaw was on. So I watched that. Didn't love it. And then I never opened the book. And then now we got Saw X. And I will probably see it eventually at home. Good story. Thank you. <laughs> do we have a game? Would you like oh, to play shit. a game? Yeah, we do. Would you like to play a game? Yeah, this is this game is called Saw. And you are both what? trapped. <laughs> no. Oh, no. And I'm... You must uh, uh, do some horrific shit. All right. Um, no, this game... Let me bring it up here. Uh, what do we got? I have a game for The Conjuring called Horror Inspired by Real Life. Mm. So I'm going to give you the real life inspiration for a horror film, and you have to name the film. Okay. All right? Ooh. All right. This is um, back and forth? We can do a back and forth, sure. We'll start with you, Amanda. Okay. This film's premise was inspired by newspaper articles from the Los Angeles Times about young male Southeast Asian refugees who died in their sleep. Many men would reportedly refuse to sleep because they feared it would lead to death, and a total of 26 men died in their sleep in 1981. I couldn't tell you. It's about sleep. Think about that. They they had nightmares, one might say. Oh, is this Nightmare on Elm Street? It is a Nightmare on Elm Street. Great hint! <laughs> there you go. All oh, right. this is a great story. <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street. What a good movie. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. 
Remember when he, I, I invoke this a lot because I love it in the in Nancy's dream when he walks, when he runs down the alley with the big, with the big arms. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> he's, he's a little clown man. He's such, he's such a little rascal. <laughs> it's great. Those movies are so great. He, Freddy Krueger is the sassiest motherfucker I, I have ever seen. Yeah, he's yeah. so great. He's, he has such a fun time <sighs> yeah. killing teens. Of all the slashers, he's the best. I think he's the best. Uh, all right, Greg. This is based on a Raggedy Ann doll that was gifted to a young nurse. After a string of mysterious events occurred, the nurse and her friend invited a medium over who stated that the doll was inhabited by the spirit of a deceased seven-year-old. It's allegedly cursed by a demonic spirit and has been blamed for violent attacks and at least two near-death experiences. Oh, I know this one. This is Night of the Living Dummy Part 1. It's actually Night of the Living Dummy Part 2. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's Annabelle creation. (laughs) It's Annabelle. I mean, it's the, you know. Annabelle. Annabelle in general is uh, is based on a Raggedy Ann doll, which, um, you know, in in The Conjuring... It's, we have the it's an Ann, obviously Annabelle. possessed porcelain doll. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but uh, but also it's behind glass and like do yeah. not open it. That's real. Yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren have this Raggedy Ann doll in their like museum or I believe whatever. There's a picture of it at and, the uh, end of the first Conjuring movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it, I couldn't remember if that was the actual doll or uh, yeah. Anyway, because they do a bunch of those. All right, Amanda. Uh, the real story of Tom and Eileen Lonergan, tourists who are visiting Australia's Great Barrier Reef. When they were left behind, January 25th, 1998, from their scuba diving group. Experts doubt that the Lonergans shared the same fate as the characters in the film, but the couple was never found. Is that the one where they're like, they're in the water? Mm, Yeah, what kind of water was it? The ocean. Well, yes, but like, what would you call that water? It's not like closed water? Or shallow. Open water. Open water. That's correct. I'm doing so well, you <laughs> doing guys. so good. That's absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. I refuse to watch that. I've watched it. It's harrowing. I hate it. I would never, ever watch it. And I don't know if you know this, Alan, but I'm like, like really afraid of like whales. Yeah, I think we talked about that last time, actually. Yes. <laughs> Didn't we? So... That movie would be an absolute yeah. hell no. Or maybe we, no, I think we talked about that you're afraid of whales when we watched the Meg to the Trench. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Awful. Uh, they were in that trench. Um, number four, Greg. Yes. In 1961, mm. some animals in the Monterey Bay area reportedly acted disoriented and rammed into people's houses due to an unknown cause. In 2011, it was reported that researchers found a toxin-making algae in the animals that caused amnesia, disorientation, and seizures. Oh, my. Yeah. Spooky scary. That is wild. And it's it's an animal movie? Yeah. It's about animals? It's about a certain kind of animal. A lion? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. Amanda, do you have a guess? No, the oh. only thing that comes to mind is Pet Cemetery, but I know that's not it. No, I'd take a hint. Uh, well, I specifically didn't name the animal because that's the name of the movie. Oh, um, they rammed into people's houses. They rammed into people's houses. Yeah, ram. What kind of animal does that? Would you think? Bighorn sheep. Nope. Smaller <laughs> moose, smaller than a bighorn sheep. Smaller than a bighorn sheep, and often from the sky. 
This is the birds. It's the birds. <laughs> oh. This is Alfred Hitchcock's <laughs> The Birds. That's right. I just watched that movie for the first time this year, actually. Oh, yeah? What would you think? Really long movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of Hitchcock's thing. About birds. Yeah. Those are scary birds, though. Yeah. I hate they birds, so that was, that was a hard watch for me. Yeah. I feel that. Even though they're like clearly fake in certain parts, I, it, honestly, it was the the moment where they're all gathering on the jungle gym. Yeah, when like the there there's like they're at the church and it's, it's yeah. the kids are singing the song and like they're slowly gaining in numbers and I'm like, no thank you, no thank <laughs> you, <laughs> get out of there, Tippy. Uh, all right, back to you, Amanda. After the screenwriter for this film that spawned a franchise watched a television special on the Gainesville murders in which several young people were murdered in the Florida community, the story inspired what would be a script about a knife-wielding killer. Um, what's his face? Mm. Mm-hmm. And that movie. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Michael Myers? No. No, okay. It's not but... that knife-wielding killer. Damn. Although you would, we would say this movie takes a lot of inspiration from that movie. A lot of inspiration from many horror films, one might say. Greg's very upset. Because <laughs> he knows what it is, I'm guessing. <laughs> what if I told uh, you the screenwriter was Kevin Williamson? <laughs> that means nothing to me. Means nothing um, to you. All right. <laughs> Greg, I'll, um, oh. Greg for... why don't you take it? The scream. That is Scream. <laughs> oh, that one! <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, inspired by uh, a string of murders in Florida. <laughs> uh, all right. The premise of this story was based on the Herman family, who claimed that their Long Island, New York home was haunted by a malevolent spirit due to objects mysteriously flying around the house. The family, who eventually moved, believed the events were due to the home being near a Native American burial site. Mm-hmm. That's for you. This feels like it's a Stephen King Okay. Because he has two modes. Uh huh. <laughs> Native American burial site. Uh huh. <laughs> or aliens. Sure. <laughs> those are his those two, are his two things. Those are his two, two wells he likes to draw from. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, you know, he's keeping it cultural. Yeah. What was the? What was it again? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, based on the Herman family who claimed their Long Island, New York home was haunted by a malevolent spirit due to ob- objects mysteriously flying around the house. They eventually moved. They believe their events, the events were due to the home being near Native American burial site. The Amityville Horror. Incorrect. Dang. Amanda? Poltergeist. Poltergeist is correct. Oh, you just ripped that Band-Aid off. <laughs> <laughs> you only moved the tombstones. <laughs> Or the headstones. I, I've part. never seen it. You've never seen Poltergeist? No. It's fine. Okay. Uh, it's fun. Ostensibly directed by Steven Spielberg, so it's worth a watch. Okay. Although uh, Toby Hooper would get angry at me for saying that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> back to Amanda. This story was inspired by real-life violent crimes, including the murders committed by the Manson family and the 1981 Keddie Cabin murders, in which four people were killed by three masked assailants in a California resort town. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, 
<laughs> it's like there, but it's not there. Uh-huh. Uh, what if I had told you that this movie has been brought up on this podcast already? Oh. <laughs> My memory is so By good, By you, you guys. in fact. <laughs> you first invoked it. Oh, I know what this is. Why did they attack these people? Because they were home. Oh, the strangers. Yeah, it's the strangers. <laughs> dislike. Dislike so hard. Yeah. Love that movie. So good. Greg, watch it. Never seen it. Probably never will. <laughs> I'm sounds... not a fan of home invasion yeah, movies. Yeah, me neither. Like... I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm a fan, <laughs> but they're very effective. Yeah, it is like, because it like does if I want to get scared, those are the movies that scare me the most. Yeah, like Straw Dogs. Oh my god. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last one, Greg. Okay. This film draws on the real experiences of the Lutz family during the 28 days they spent in their home at 112 Ocean Avenue in New York State. 13 months before the family moved in, Ronald DeFeo Jr. had murdered six members of his family in this house. This is the Amityville Horror. This is the Amityville yeah. Horror. That's where that one comes. The Lutz family. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously I left out the fact that it was in Amityville, Amityville. New York. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> always a smart idea. Yep, there you go. Uh, oh, look at that. <laughs> that was a jump scare. I that was a jump scare. Was, uh, yeah. Yeah. A, spook, a spooky demon just walked seven. behind Amanda. Yeah. Uh, whether it's her husband or not, we can't be sure. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's the game. That is the game. That was a great game. Thank you. Thank you for that. Spooky. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. And uh, thank you, Amanda, for being on the show again. Yes. Thank you so much for having me again. You'll be back later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Way later. Yeah. Way <laughs> later. But it'll be a good one. It'll be, it'll be fun. So fun. <laughs> it won't be spooky scary. I'll say that much. I can't remember what it is. I know. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm loving... <laughs> <laughs> your struggle to so understand I can't, I can't what we're talking it. about. <laughs> I can't spoil it because I don't remember right. what That's it is. That's why I won't. I feel like I shouldn't ever tell you. I should remove your access to the list no. so you can't see what's coming up. I need it. I need it for references <laughs> when I'm writing the episode notes. Uh, no yeah. dogs die in this one. That's true. Oh, do they all go to heaven? Oh, de- Greg, <laughs> don't spoil <laughs> it. <laughs> that film from the 80s somehow made it on our list. <laughs> well, when a write-in makes it, you just, you gotta... You gotta accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Enough people voted for it. All right. That's it for this episode. Um, uh, we conjured up a good convo, I'd say. We did. Great. We did. That was great. And you can find us on... Uh, the socials. Thank you. Specifically Instagram, which we use now. That's true. Uh, Bad Neighbors Pod on Instagram. That's right. Um, you can email us. Two bad neighbors presents the list. Yep. Off. That's right. It'll always make sense. Always makes sense. And uh, email us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com which Numerical makes three less sense unless you know the. You got to go to the back catalog, baby. Uh, that's right. And uh, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. House spelled the German way. Woo. And you got our versus uh, series wrapping up, and our Lord of the Rings coming up. I believe. That's right. So enjoy Lord of the Rings on four K. Yeah, hell yeah. Christmas time, baby. Uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks, Amanda, once again. Thank and, you. Uh, as always, bye. bye.